0: Well, hello and greetings to each of you this day. I am the host of the Being Love in Action podcast, Reverend Kenya C. Williams, a.k.a. the Agent of Love. Listen, I am your favorite grace girl, daughter of the King of Kings, and a disciple and lover of Jesus Christ. And I would like to invite you today to walk with me as I share a word of encouragement. So grab your coffee or have a sip of tea with me while being empowered, encouraged, and even challenged as we learn through the gospel of Jesus Christ, the life applications of what it truly means to being love in action. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone. Yes, it is a new year, it is 2020, and I must start off the new year by saying, Happy New Year to all of you, all of our BLEA, that is the Being Love in Action podcast family. We are just excited and grateful and thankful that we are now in a new year. I pray that God has blessed you already with every promise and everything that He has said and promised to you and your family. I pray that today has been a great day and if you're just getting started on your day i declare and decree that today will be a wonderful day for you regardless of what you may have experienced on yesterday, or even um what you are experiencing right now, if it's not the greatest situation. What I will encourage us today as we're facing today, can I be honest with you? Because you know, I always will, right? We're family. One of the things I can do, I can write the book about challenges and, you know, taking challenges by you know whatever means necessary in your life and trying and pushing and moving forward I can write the book on it and one of the things that I'm always reminded and I will encourage you today just to know find your favorite scripture in the Bible whatever that may be and 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 use it the word of God to, is to be used every day in our daily life living situations. I want to encourage you to remember this. The word of God reminds us, and you'll hear me say this throughout, you know, today's podcast is that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God delivers us from them all. I want to remind you that, you know. I know you may be facing some things. I know we left so many things behind us in 2021 and we're looking forward to 2022. But if we're real, we're still dealing with so many things. We're still dealing with a pandemic globally. We're still dealing with all kinds of sickness and diseases. We're still dealing with breakups and divorces. We're still dealing with drug addictions. We're still dealing with poverty, job loss, you name it. But I want to encourage you today because I promise you today's episode will bless you. I promise you that today's episode will help you for this year to not only bring you to a new place of your faith and your walk with Jesus Christ, but to a new place of understanding that you are amazing because you are a child of the King. Amen. So let's start off right now by telling and giving each one of us a big Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It is 2022. And I know that this year is going to be amazing. And one of the beautiful things about the Being Love and Action podcast is that we have a wonderful host. I would like to give you a guy give you guys a word from our sponsor, the official host for the Being Love and Action podcast. Podbean. This podcast is sponsored by Podbean and it's the easiest way to create your own podcast. We here at the Being Love in Action podcast family use Podbean to host the podcast. So download the free Podbean podcast app to start recording and publishing your very own podcast in minutes. PodBean provides everything you need to run your podcast and you can record and publish episodes directly from the app on your phone. So download the free app today. That is P O D B E A N. Check it out. Thank you again to the PodBean for featuring the Being Love in Action podcast and we love being part of the PodBean. Family, yes. Thank you again. We love being part of the Podbean family. Amen. Listen, today's podcast. I want us to just talk about, and I want to share with you. um, You know, the title of the podcast today is this episode is titled "New Year, Same God, Now What?" I know. I'll repeat it again. New Year, Same God. Now what? Every year, right? We make resolutions, we create vision boards, and we set goals. All of that is great. But I want to ask you the question. And you know, I always like to give a question in the beginning of the podcast, because that question is what will help drive you to the understanding and create that, that understanding, create um, that dialogue for you, between you and I, but also for yourself to really get a gist of what I'm sharing with you today, right? So the question for today is, what is going to be different this year on the inside of you? New year, right? We've been serving the same God. The word says he's the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. So now what? You've gotten out your vision board, you've created, you had the vision board parties, you're probably doing them virtual. Um, I know we all trying to say safe because of COVID, right? So maybe you did the Zoom, you know, um vision boards that or had vision boards with your immediate family, right? Or or maybe you had your resolutions and you've written down and set your goals. But I will I want to share this with you and here's a thought. If every year we set these new goals and we do all of these things and Many times we accomplish them. We not accomplish everything. We accomplish some of those things, and I hear people always talk about, you know, um, eating better, taking care of their bodies. We all should do that, right? That's important. You know, if you're becoming vegan, if you are, you know, whatever lifestyle, you're working out more, you're you're cutting away meat, whatever it is. All of that's wonderful if it's your choice, right? The beauty about freedom is that we have a choice. But I I rarely hear people, oh yes, and you do hear people say, they want a closer relationship with God. I mean, who doesn't if you're a Christian, if you believe in Jesus Christ, who doesn't? But I'll say it again. It's a new year. We serve the same God. Now what are you going to do different? in reference to your relationship with god that's that's such a vague statement i want to have a better relationship with god how will you accomplish it what is the most important way to have a better relationship with god how can that relationship develop where we have an intimacy with god how does that relationship grow to have not only Um, a a more intimate relationship with God, but one so much that we surrender ourselves to him and allow his will. See, the difference about what I'm going to share today is that we always talk about what we want, what we want to accomplish, and what we believe ideally is the best thing for our lives. But the question is, what does God say about your life? How many times do we really say, God, I want to not only surrender my life to you, but I want my will to be your will, right? And all of that boils down to one thing. Who are you on the inside? Remember, I asked the question, what's going to be different for you on the inside this year? I'm not talking about what you're putting in your body, the vitamins, the the healthy food or whatever you choose. I'm talking about your heart. Matthew 15 and 18 reminds us of this, and I'm going to use this text. Pretty much, you'll hear me quoting it a lot out in this episode. I'm reading from the Amplified Version because I like the way that it reads. Matthew 15 and 18 says, but whatever word comes out of the mouth comes from the heart, and this is what defiles and dishonor the man. In other words, you've heard it said, whatever comes out of the abundance of, out of the heart, out of the mouth, I'm sorry. the abundant, Out of the mouth, you speak the abundance of what's inside of your heart. In other words, everything that flows from our mouth is what we really feel on the inside. People say a drunken mind, a drunken tongue speaks a sober mind. Many times people get drunk and that, that, that false courage or they feel... Fluid enough to say sometimes the things they couldn't say without being under the influence. So I'm sharing with you today. What's going to be different with your heart this year? Because on the inside of you. That ticking, that beating part of you. The natural part. I'm talking about the spiritual part. I'm talking about the soul of a man. How will you be different this year? I'm going to give you three areas based off of one part that I believe should be not only implemented in your goals or your new year's resolutions for this year or put on your vision boards. I think this is the most important for those who are believers in Jesus Christ because it all centers around the heart. Your heart, what you feel, how you act, Your motives are your heart. Those things you do come from the well inside of you, which is your heart. Amen. The first one I want us to look at is Psalm 51 and 10. And I'm going to read from the King James Version. Psalms 51 and 10. The King David at this time, when he wrote this particular psalm, the prophet Nathan came to him after he had had sex with Bathsheba. For those of who are not very necessarily familiar with um, the Bible, you know, we always want to make sure that whoever is reading, whoever listens to the podcast, you can catch in on from that moment. I never want to assume that everybody has read the Bible or know the Bible, right? So David was the king of Israel at that time. And, Not only was he the king, he was married. And he took a member of his army, a soldier, who was married, and he committed adultery. He had sex with another man's wife. And yes, he was a king. He was anointed by God. He was considered a man after God's own heart. But he sinned, and he committed a great sin before the eyes of God. So Nathan goes to him, and he tells David, what he did, how God was unpleased, he also shared with David the consequences of his actions. And one of the reasons why God always called David a man after his own heart, because one of the greatest things, gifts I consider a gift, because it's not always easy, he had a heart of repentance. That is the very first thing this year we need to go in the year and saying and have with a heart of repentance. And here's what David said in verse 10. Again, Psalms 51 and 10. He says, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Before you can get closer to God, before you can say, I want a better relationship with God, you got to get all of the the gunk out of your life from your heart. God doesn't want to hear, oh, I'm sorry, God, because sorries tend to mean that in that moment maybe you felt a little guilt, but you know in your heart that you're gonna still continue in that sin. Repentance is different because repentance means I'm gonna literally turn away from this thing. And the story of David, even though he winds up marrying this woman later on after he had the man the 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 man her husband killed. He tried to take that wrong and make it right. Now, they married, so they did make it right. But there was a great consequence. The consequence was that the first child that they had died. Yes, the child died. That was a great consequence. But later on, God did bless them to have King Solomon. And we know the story of King Solomon. He was one of the wisest and richest men. But David didn't commit that sin again. He didn't take another man's wife. And one of the things we have to do is we have to bear our hearts to God before we can even get close to him. He says he loves us and that nothing will ever separate us from his love, but separating him, not him still loving us, doesn't mean that he'll, will be able to be in his presence If we're full of sin and we refuse to repent and turn away. So one of the things we must have this year as believers is going to it with a heart of repentance. The second thing I want us to do is have a heart of surrender to God. We must have a heart of surrender to God. I'm going to read Psalms 143 in verse 10. And this is King James Version as well. And again, this is a song that was written by King David. And King David is saying in verse 10, Teach me to do thy will, for thou art my God. Thy spirit is good. Lead me into the land of righteousness. That's what he said. I want you to understand why this is so empowering. Remember, we said heart of repentance. Psalms 51 and 10 that we just went over, David was pleading for mercy, for forgiveness. He was cleansing himself because if we are born as sinners, our natural desires are to pleasure ourselves in our flesh. And that's what David did. But because, watch this, he listened to counsel, which was the prophet. He listened to the prophet. He didn't reject him. Because he knew in his heart what he had done was wrong. So that's important. And when he said again, created me a clean heart and renew a right spirit in me, he had a heart of repentance. So once he did that, it brought him closer to him. Right? Create means to bring something into existence. God established me. Are, are you willing to say to God today, God established me, your will in me. Create, David said, create in me a heart. Create means to cause something to happen as a result of someone's action. God was stirring up and activating in David. Create also means to invest in someone with a new rank, a new title, In other words, God was designating or appointing a new position. What is God going to appoint new to your life in this season? What is God going to stir up in you? What is he activating you? God wants to establish you in this season. And Psalms 143 says, 143 and 10 says, teach me to do thy will for thou art my God. Thy spirit is good. Lead me into a land of righteousness. A heart of surrender. Submission to do his will. He says teach. And teach means to show or explain to someone how to do something. Teachers must be able to communicate with its students. But the students have the desire to submit. David, in the midst of his hopelessness and depression, understood that no matter what he was experiencing, he still had the desire to do the Father's will. Our prayers tend to be self-absorbed again. When we talked about having a heart of repentance, our desires are to please ourselves. And so, not only, you know, we got to remember that we have to be able to submit to God's will, we literally have to die to our own desires and wills initially. That's why in the word Paul talks about dying to self daily. He's not talking about the physical death. He's talking about the spirits holding on to the sin, the nature of those things. And if we look at it, our desires usually take us out of the will of God. Amen. And then the last thing I want us to just make sure we have on our vision boards and on our to do lists and our goals for this year. Is having a heart to commune with God. So we talked about having a heart of repentance. Amen. Having a heart that is submitted to God, a heart of submission. And now we're going to just quickly talk about having a heart to commune with God. Look at Colossians 4 and 2. And the word of God simply says, devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful what does devote mean? That's really important. Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. That's a lot in that really short verse. Devote means to commit. Devote means to surrender, set aside in purpose. Devote, commit, surrender yourselves to prayer. Prayer is the key because once we have literally have a heart of repentance, we say, God, I don't wanna do this. I don't wanna live in sin anymore. I'm not gonna do this anymore. Now that I've, I've I've repented, now I want to surrender my heart to you. I want to surrender my will to you. And then the third thing, once you've done that, now you're in a posture to be able to pray and not only to pray to be watchful why is that important because when you're praying by faith you're watchful because watchful means you're expecting God to answer while you're waiting that's important you're communing with God so now you you, you your heart is in a place where it's authentic and it's and it's, and it's free from all of the things that keep us closed and boxed in. Keeps us away from God. You know, that sin will keep us shamefully praying to God. The veil won't be lifted until the sin is removed from our lives. Now, am I saying we have to be perfect to go to God? No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is when we mess up, we can't just say sorry. We must repent. We must turn away from those things that we're doing to keep us from being in the presence of God. And be thankful, never giving up prayer. Because by faith, we are depending on God for his will to be done. So yes, I started off with the title, New Year, Same God, Now What? Now what? The now what is. Make sure on your vision boards and on your goal list and on your resolutions. That when you talk about building a, new, a relationship with God. Drawing closer to God. That on the inside of you, you're different this year. That you have a heart of repentance. That you have a heart of surrender. A submission to God. And you have a heart of prayer. You know God is so amazing. And he loves us so much. One of the greatest things. That we have is the gift. And the love of a God. Who loved us so much. That he gave his only son. Who became the sacrificial lamb for everyone. I know it's difficult. We're living in times in the days now where it seems like there's so much negative. There's so much evil in the world. People are just lovers of themselves. You see so much um, uncaring, so much. And many people you see call themselves lovers of Jesus Christ. And yet they're mean and they're ugly and they're hateful and all of those things. But can I remind you that you have to remember what the word of God is saying. When you look at what's happening around the world right now. and you look at when you caught on the news. I want you to be reminded of 2 Timothy 3. 1 verses 1 through 5. And it says, Terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, and lovers of, of what's not good, but lovers of God. That's, that's, that's real. So when we look at what's happening, when we turn off on the news and we see it off, we see it in our own families. I want you to be reminded Romans 6 and 23 says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ. What I will say to you, if you are listening and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, why not try him today? Why not surrender your life to him today? I promise you, if you read about every God that there is in this, in this, in every religion that they have, there is no God ever that sacrificed himself for his own people. Blood was always had to be shed in order for there to be a communication or an atonement. God was the only one that did that. You say, okay, what does it mean to be saved? Well, listen, simple. It's not that big of a deal. People try to make it all. It's not because we all have fallen sin and fallen short of the glory of God. Romans 10 and 9 says, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. It is a personal thing. Just like I read to you when David spoke to God and he said to God, created me a clean heart. That was his own personal prayer to God. Whatever it is, today will be a great day. I don't know what time, whether it's morning, evening, afternoon, night, whatever it is, today will be a great day. And if you're listening, and and maybe you you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, you have a relationship with God, but you you know, you've been so hurt, you've been through so much that you know you're wondering, is God even listening? Listen, God said nothing will ever separate us from his love, he's never left, he's still here, he loves you. Today will be a great day to get back to communicating with God through prayer, worship. I pray today for everyone who's listening, that you enjoyed the podcast on today. I pray that you were encouraged. You were inspired by today's word. And I thank you for tuning in today. And I pray that when you hear this podcast today, that you were Not only encouraged and empowered, but maybe challenged even, you know, we're just excited about the word of God here. And we just want to make sure that you know how much God loves you in spite of what you may go through on a daily basis. We serve a true and living God. And listen, I wanna say thank you to all the emails that we're getting. I look at the emails personally and answer them. We did have a little delay for the last couple of months only because of what I have been going through with my family we're still displaced as a result of Hurricane Ida, and we're waiting to get into our new home, so we're thankful to that. So listen, continue to send us your emails. It is amazing to hear what God is doing in your lives for you guys, to be some of you to be so transparent sharing with us what you have experienced you have no idea of how much i'm blessed i even cry and yes i pray over them continue to comment and leave us those comments leave us your prayer requests we have a team of intercessors that will pray over your prayer request again if you want to connect with us via email the email address is Kenya C williams ministries at yahoo.com All of the information will be in the description box. If you also want to connect with us on Twitter, you can see where you can connect with us on Twitter as well as on Instagram. And that's at the Being Love in Action podcast for Twitter as well as Instagram. Listen, we love you and there is nothing you can do about it. Until next time, remember this. These three remain faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. And that is 1 Corinthians 13 and 13. And don't forget to go out in the world and be love in action. Until we meet again, love you, love you, love you.